Hi, John. How are you this week? Hey, Elliot. A lot better. We got a new administration. We have it's it's sunny here in Northern Virginia, and we got a lot to do, but much better than uh, than we've been. So good. So uh, usually we try to fo- <clears throat> excuse me focus on one thing uh, each week, but uh, this uh, uh, has been a busy week. So uh, there's three different things I uh, thought would be worth taking just a moment to talk about each. First is the uh, federal banking regulators and FinCEN issued some uh, joint FAQs uh, about uh, SAR filings. Yeah, there's only a, only a handful of questions. It's interesting. It's questions that you know I've been getting and you've been getting since the late 90s. So it's kind of interesting to see these um, uh, things spelled out in FAQs. Like one of them, for example, is can an institution keep an account open when um, if it gets a written keep open request from law enforcement, even though it's filed a SAR? I mean, that was probably day one question we had. And the answer is yes, you can do that. Uh, it was always a struggle to get law enforcement to give us a keep open letter. But, you know, obviously there's more partnership than there was back then. And then uh, another one I thought was interesting is, do you have to file a SAR if you see negative media, negative news? And of course, of course, the answer is no. But obviously it gives you some, uh, you know, insight that you need to do a little more checking. And then, of course, there's that uh, the option of filing after that. But it. You know, it's always useful to to give direction in this space, but that is definitely one. Another thing that happened, as you know, is there's a number of hearings on uh, new cabinet members, and one is Janet Yellen to the Treasury Department. And she was asked a series of things, of course, uh, focused on the economy. But there was one uh, set of questions on cryptocurrency, and it was sort of interesting. It got played in a lot of uh, uh, press reports what she said about that. And I thought it, I thought it's, it warned us at least mentioning a little bit. So what, what was Yellen's take on cryptocurrency? Well, she suggested that uh, lawmakers, because uh, she was, of course, speaking to members of Congress, uh, consider curtailing the use of cryptocurrencies because um, there is serious concern that they're mainly used for illegal activities. Now, again, it's important to distinguish between the actual crypto or virtual currencies and the technology that underlies them, which is blockchain, which is being used now for many, many things. Right. Uh, But she was uh, specifically talking about that. Um, It was interesting because uh, a number of the um, uh, virtual currencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum and others have been on a on a tear in terms of uh, value. Um, and, um, uh, they were, uh, they all, uh, not all, but, uh, some of the primary ones took a, took a little bit of a, uh, step back in, in the markets in reaction to, uh, or in their values in reaction to that comment. By the way, the other thing that's interesting is this comment actually, uh, puts, uh, the U S into alignment. I mean, it's just a comment, but puts us into right. alignment with the uh, head of the European central bank and others who have identified the uh, anonymous nature uh, of uh, these transactions as being uh, very worrisome in terms of uh, terrorist financing and, uh, and other illegal activities. So um, obviously it's a long way from a comment in an, in a, um, in a hearing um, a confirmation hearing to a statute, but uh 
but it was an indication that uh, a person with central bank experience and now soon to be treasury secretary, uh, kind of a, a perspective on things. No, that's right. And, and one of the things is we uh, both know we're going to be adding some uh, experts in the crypto space to the company uh, that we're going to be working with and we're doing more programming in that area because that tends to be an area where you know, people express concern but don't always have the expertise to, to uh, explain it so people like us can understand how it works besides the obvious ways that, that it works. So we're looking forward to providing more, more content in, uh, in crypto as well. Yeah. And then the last thing I think we need to talk about is just today, uh, it was in the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act of 2021 was introduced into the Senate. Um, and it's clearly, if you read it, it, it's a direct response to the events of uh, two weeks ago. Right. And again, um, well, the House and Senate have introduced uh, the, the same the same bill. Dennis Lormel and I did a lengthy interview on this that'll, that'll get posted uh, next week. Uh, so we go into some detail there. But the thing that I thought was interesting, besides creating offices within various law enforcement agencies to specifically deal with this, was the uh, uh, reference to training. Mm-hmm. Training becomes so important in this space. The one gap in all of this, and I think this legislation will move pretty quickly, and something Dennis and I spent some time talking about is you need to bring the private sector into this bring our peers and colleagues from the financial sector so that we can do what we've done with terrorism in general and with human trafficking, you know, come up with uh, case studies and typologies and, and, uh, you know, be able to deal with uh, preventing the movement of funds that enables this action. But this is clearly a really good first start. Agreed. Um, Agreed on both parts. Good start. And um, this uh, cries out for public private partnership. Right. So uh, stay safe. Uh, More to come both on this and the other issues that we referenced. And we'll talk again next week. Yep. You too. Stay safe. Bye bye.